Reinvention can be a scary thing, especially for those type A folks, but it's necessary if you want to thrive in life and in business. Sometimes it happens for a reason and sometimes it happens by circumstance, but you've got to know how to manage it on your own terms and reclaim your power in order for reinvention to be effective. Ask yourself two questions. What are you creating? And how will reinvention help you create your ideal company? Today, I'll share my top three ways to own your power and reinvent yourself on your terms. Thank you for joining me on Mogul Chicks Radio. It is so good to be back. I am Adrienne Graham, founder of Mogul Chicks and CEO of Empower Me Corporation, which most of you know me know me from there, and also the former hostess of Views from the Top Radio Show. I know you guys remember that. Well, I am back on the air. I'm so happy to be back. It's been a very long hiatus, about a year and a half. And I have taken this time to walk my own walk, talk my own talk, and find myself in a process of reinvention in the same time. So that's why I decided to do this this podcast today to talk about reinvention and owning your power and owning your terms because I did it and Many of you out there are probably walking the same path, and you can do it too. It's not easy. It's not clean. It can get very messy sometimes, but it's doable. Success and ambition don't take summer vacations. Look around you. Companies are being acquired for obscene amounts of money. I wish mine was one. No, I don't want to sell. Some startups are earning ridiculously high valuations, or should I say assigning themselves high valuations. And the most unsuspecting brands are now dominating in their industry and in public consciousness. Isn't that crazy? Well, you have to ask yourself those two questions. What is it that you're creating? And how are you reinventing yourself, your brand, and your company to stay ahead of the curve and stay competitive? Female founders and women entrepreneurs, I'm going to share with you some tips that you can use to help you to open up more opportunities for yourselves. I'll open up with a quote from Jay-Z. Yes, that Jay-Z, the infamous author, rapper, mogul, producer, entrepreneur, husband of Beyonce, daddy of Little Blue Ivy. Ivy, Blue Ivy? Yeah, Blue Ivy's her name. <laughs> Sorry, Jay and Bay, I forgot to say that the right way. But the quote goes, one of the biggest things in business is to open yourself up for change. There have never been truer words spoken. Trust me, I know. I firmly believe two things. One, you have to own your power and two, reinvent yourself on your own terms. Don't ever let anybody dictate the terms that you invent yourself or reinvent yourself. And anybody who says that you shouldn't reinvent or that it's impossible to reinvent or it makes you look, sus- look suspect to reinvent, kick them to the curb because they don't know what they're talking about. Nobody needs to stay in a nice little neat box for the entirety of their life or their profession or their business for that matter. Reinvention is a process, you know, significant change can't and won't happen overnight. And you have to understand that you have to come to terms with that. 
You know, there can be individual events that tie together and lead to change, but it's not an overnight process. Even when you have those, what I call epiphany moments, where you know what needs to be done, the real work doesn't begin until you start taking the action to change. So you have to prepare yourself mentally, sometimes physically, a lot of times spiritually. You have to prepare yourself for that reinvention process. I had to prepare myself and trust me, it was not easy. You guys have documented and chronicled my life with me uh, for the last couple of years as I went through my six years on Views from the Top, my radio show, my previous radio show, uh, the struggles that I had, the struggles, the failures, the successes, the triumphs that I went through with Empowering and that I still go through. And now I'm moving into this new phase with Mogul Chicks. You know, I have a company, Curvy Girl Closet, that's on the kind of the back burner. I have a company that I partnered with my sisters that, you know, we've kind of put that on the back burner. But Mogul Chicks has been something that's near and dear to me. And in my process of reinvention, I had to really dig deep. I had to really get raw with myself and allow myself to be vulnerable in order to reinvent. And the key to that was not being afraid to get vulnerable so that I could reinvent. It was a learning experience for me. While it may start out where you feel that you are in control, sometimes circumstances will happen where it takes things out of your control. It could be through no fault of your own or it can be entirely your fault. It could be something that's gone on in your environment. It could be an event, a life-changing event, life-altering event, uh, such as a death or a marriage or divorce or breakup. Um, you know, for me, from 2014 until earlier this year, I went through a series of devastating events. I had a, a very painful breakup from a 15-year relationship. I was stuck with my business. I didn't know how I could inspire or influence or motivate anyone else. So I didn't feel that I was the one to continue putting my voice out there. I felt this heavy weight, this this perception that people had of me that I needed to be on 24-7 and I didn't feel that way. I struggled with a very, very hard, very difficult uh, tragedy with my family. Some of you know my sister lost her twins, you know, during the middle of her pregnancy. That was That took a toll on me that I had no idea would affect me as much as it did. Um, I also went through losing my best friend this year well December 29th uh, my sister my I call her my sister she was my best friend and lost her to cancer and all of these things from 2014 on really took a toll on me you know I had some issues going on at home I had some personal family issues going on I had inner turmoil and I up and relocated to another city so I moved to Florida so all this time since 2004 so much has gone on and I've had to really get clear and not feel sorry for myself because I felt myself going into a depression and going into a pity party and I had to really get myself back and and figure out who I was at my core and what needed to be reinvented I knew that I didn't have or I didn't feel I had what it took to continue to motivate and inspire my audience. So I shut it down. I stopped doing radio shows. I stopped writing. A lot of you have emailed me and tweeted me. And where are you? What have you been doing? What's going on? And 
you know, I needed to take that time off. I didn't anticipate taking so much time off, but I had to. I had to find Adrian again. I had to figure out how to reinvent. And before I get into my, my talking points, let me just share this quick story with you. A good friend of mine, Jay Stone. I hope you're listening, Jay. Uh, she was the first step in helping me to come back and find myself and, and get back to the old me. And I say that because one day we had a conversation and she told me, girl, you need to get on Periscope. And I said, no, you know, not another social media platform and definitely not something where I was so public and I didn't, I just didn't want to. And I'm glad that I did because one day back in August of 2015, I decided, let me jump on and, you know, start seeing who's out there, put some information out there, share some advice. And I started the Mogul Chicks chat. And that was the catalyst for helping me to personally reinvent myself. So over the months, I've been doing different chats. And then I said, you know what? Mogul Chicks is more than just a hashtag for me. It's a movement. It's an experience. It's a lifestyle. It's a whole brand that I have that I've captured the attention of female founders and women entrepreneurs everywhere. Well, fast forward, you guys know I get into my Twitter conversations. I won't call them wars. You can call them what you want. But, you know, I'm known for calling people out. But I started really getting back into the dialogue because I'd never really given it up. I just hadn't been so vocal or public about it. But you guys know I've been a staunch advocate of women, women in business, women in tech, equality, startups, VC, all of that, diversity. And Mogul Chicks became a movement for me. It's not coaching, it's not, you know, anything like that, but it became a movement and that was full-fledged me jumping in to get back and reinvent myself and have a purpose and clarity and a mission and be able to supply the needs of a community. And, and that's something that I have on my, my vision board. Yes, I do keep a vision board, but I needed to be able to supply the needs and nobody while we were we were so angry, we were having the conversations. Why, why, why? How come we're not getting noticed? How come women aren't getting funding? How come women of color aren't getting funded? How come we're not, you know, being angel investors and VC investors and all this stuff? My mission was, okay, we've talked about it enough. Let's reinvent this. Let's turn this conversation around and let's start focusing on what we are doing and what we can do. And that ladies is how I became solid and clear on my path to reinvention and in that moment I was able to able to go to grab to grab grab back my power my platforms now I am able to make a real difference and I'm clear about that so let's talk a little bit about you about how you can some things that you might be dealing with you know while you may start out servicing one particular client type or market or even industry it's important to keep your mind open to other options and other things that is how I almost missed because I shut it down and I shut my mind down I almost missed this opportunity to get this mogul chicks brand off the ground don't pigeonhole yourself or limit yourself that keeps you comfortable and it puts limits on your earning potential. Trust me, you've got to see the bigger picture. You can't stay focused on, well, I make floral arrangements for a living and that's all I do. That's my lane. That's what I'm going to do. I'll give you an example. 
it may or may not fit. Some of you may not like this example, but I'm going to share it anyway. Look at Paula Dean. No, I'm not talking about the whole race thing and we're going to leave that alone. Remember, you guys think I see business lessons in everything. And I always look at things from a business perspective on a broader scale. Paula Dean had Food Network, Cooking Channel, all these endorsements. She was on TV day in, day out doing her cooking show on TV. Well, when this incident hit, she lost a lot of viewers, a lot of followers, and she lost endorsers. Sponsors started pulling out, and the networks got rid of her. She knew what she knew. She was used to having her television platform, and that was all she knew. Well, after some reflection and some, well, I believe she apologized, and some PR spin, because let's let's get, get real about it. Some of these big names, that's what they do. They pull out their PR guns and they fix things. But she was able to reinvent herself on a digital platform. She created her Paula Dean website, a lifestyle site, where it is a paid platform. There's some free content on it, but primarily it's a subscription platform. And she was able to reinvent her brand and come online and take advantage of the digital revolution. I feel funny calling it a revolution because it's not new, but for some people it is new. This is just one instance of how she was able to move into another market. She didn't necessarily change industries or client types, but let this kind of guide you and show you what the possibilities are. You can reinvent. You can move into new markets. You can have a different prototype for a client because if you don't open your eyes to other possible revenue streams that make sense and fit into your business mission, model, and values, then you will not be able to reinvent and your brand will get stagnant stagnant, and you will suffer. So you got to see the bigger picture. Here's another point. Own your power, but don't be a control freak about it. Do you know how many women I see on social media? Do you know how many women I see on these reality shows? I will not name names because that's I'm not giving that energy. But do you know how many women I see out there that brag, I'm a boss, I'm this, I'm that, I'm going to, it's my way. I said it goes like this. I want to be the head in charge. Things like that. Control freaks. They're so focused on controlling their, what they want people to perceive them to be, that they don't pay attention to what they could be. Yes, you are the boss, the one in charge. But sometimes being in power is not about you. It's not just about you holding on so tight that you have your brand in a chokehold. There are times when you have to align yourself with people who are more successful than you and more powerful than you are. They're not threats. If done right, they can be powerful allies that can bring your brand into new markets, that can give you a whole new audience, that can give you a whole new reach if you just stop being a control freak about it. Doesn't mean be willy-nilly about your brand and who you align with. I'm talking about strategic and real, real powerful women understand who's strategic and who's not. It's also about hiring people who are smarter than you 
Who can take action and do the tasks that you can't do to get your company to a new level, to take it in new directions? So it doesn't make you less powerful to relinquish a little bit of control. It enhances the power you already have. You have to reinvent to work and think smarter. Yes, it's cliche, but I'm going to say it anyway. You never want your company to solely be dependent on you to survive. Get smarter about how you work and with who you work. I already covered that a few seconds ago. Figure out the best revenue models that's going to easily replicate as you scale your company. Focus on running the operations with laser precision. Refine along the way. You know, make make sure you track the results, track the process, document the process. We forget that sometimes. And don't be afraid to correct when necessary. So you have to reinvent reinvent the entire way that you work and you think. And once you reinvent this and once you get comfortable with this flow, your people will get comfortable with this flow. Consciously complicate your life and your views by breaking out of your norms. Let that sink in for a minute. You have to put yourself in new surroundings and around different people that stretch your creativity to make you look at new methods and new ways of doing things and that are going to push you beyond your comfort zone. It's no longer good enough to be good enough. That is the most the most dangerous thing you could ever do for your company is stay in the mindset of, well, we've always done things this way and it works. Do you understand how much you limit yourself with that? Yes, I get it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. No sense of trying to reinvent the wheel. I get all that. I get all that. That is so last century. The world moves at hyperspeed. Innovation moves at hyperspeed. You cannot afford to be stubbornly stuck in your norms. You have to take a look at the world around you. Otherwise, you'll get left behind. And when you get left behind, your brand gets stale. When your brand gets stale, your company profits fall. When your company profits fall, you lose clients because then you can't reinvest to make your company better. You see where I'm going with this? So make sure you consciously complicate your life by doing something that makes you uncomfortable. That's going to benefit you in the long run. Now I have three tips. Now I know I've shared a lot with you already so far. Hopefully you found value in this. You better have. If not, I'm sorry. But you know, I find it valuable. And some other people will. But here are my three tips. That are going to help you. To make sure. That you can own your power. And reinvent on your own terms. So get a pen and paper. I hope you have one. Well, you should have been taking notes, but I'll let you get your pen and paper now. So number one, it's cliche, but you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, and then know when to change them. It's important to acknowledge and act when change is necessary. It's not enough to just say, I know I have to change. You got to act on it. You have to. You must. It is vital to your company's survival. It is vital to your survival. By keeping your head in the sand and ignoring the changing world around you, you risk becoming obsolete. There are signs everywhere. Pay attention and don't let that ego get in the way. Tip number two. 
Look for ways to enhance your brand by adding or subtracting products, services, and even processes. When you identify areas of weakness, get in front of it before customers abandon you. Trust me. That way, the changes aren't forced, but a logical progression. And they don't seem like you're, you're forcing it into place, like trying to shove a square block into a, into a round hole. Divorce your heart from the business decisions because you never need to make decisions from a place of emotion. Emotions make you hang on to things longer than their shelf life. And that could be damaging to your company and your bottom line. Trust me. I know on a personal level and a business level. So if it don't fit, get rid of it. If it's not making you money, chuck it out the window. If it's not bringing you easier, you know, workload, if it's not making anything easier, if it's not adding to your life, get rid of it. Tip number three, get really clear about why you're reinventing. And this has to be probably the most important tip that I'm sharing with you. Reinvention happens for many reasons. Like I said, when I opened up, sometimes it's planned, sometimes it's forced. You can't always be in control of that. The more you understand why you need to change, the easier the transition will be for you, your company, your customers, your community, and everyone involved. When you're clear You can articulate the reasons, the message, and the strategy so that others will be on board with you. Make sure you align with key influencers who can help you usher in this transition by exposing you to an expanded audience. But you can't get that exposure until you're clear. Nobody wants to just introduce you to their audience and you're not even sure why you're reinventing. Why is this a good move? Why does this make sense? How does this add to your bottom line? What benefit does it have to your existing customers? What advantage will it have in bringing you new customers? So think about all that. Think about why you're reinventing before you take the action. I hope you found value in that. I want to share some things with you before I sign off. Uh, But first, Before I get into the news that I want to discuss really quickly, I have an advertising plug from a dear friend of mine. She doesn't know I'm doing this, but I'm doing it anyway. My good friend Kelly Hoey, that's H-O-E-Y, has a newsletter called Innovative Insights. And if you have not signed up for this newsletter, you as a female founder, as a woman entrepreneur, are doing yourself a grave disservice. Now I'm, I'm putting all this information on in a recap on my website on the blog on mobilechicks.com slash blog. But the link to Kelly's uh, recent her current newsletter, you can get that she has a lot of information that she share a lot of information that she's sharing. And there's a couple of programs and a couple of events that are going on for women, women entrepreneurs and female founders that have these deadlines. So you need to be listening to this and you need to take action when you get off of this. But her newsletter is write this down HTTP. No, forget the HTTP. That's so old school. This is 2016. Okay, so the web link, the, the link is bit.ly, that's bit.ly slash the number one, capital P, lowercase h, capital V like Victor, capital H, X, excuse me, like Xavier, small zero, I'm um, small O, capital W. 
I'm going to put this on my website so you can just go there to this show's episode and you can click the link and you can subscribe to Kelly's uh, newsletter, Innovative Innovator Insights. Now, let's get to the news. No, actually, I don't want to. I want you to make sure that you're signing up for Mogul Chicks. You can subscribe on the website at mogulchicks.com. Make sure you get on the newsletter to be ahead of the news and ahead of the events and to get special discounts and codes that we have available. And you also need to be in Miami, July 22nd to the 24th, 2016. That's less than two weeks away. It's a week and a half away. It's next Friday. Please reach out to mogulchicks at gmail.com or info at mogulchicks.com to get more information about the Mogul Chicks Summer Weekend Intensive. So now we go to the news. Now, there are four things, four stories that I've been following that I have found very interesting that I think you would find interesting as well. So let's start it off with the first one. I know you guys heard about UFC. Oh, my goodness. Ultimate Fighting Champions. Is that what it's called? Oh, my goodness. They sold for four billion. Yeah, I said that with a B. Four billion dollars. This Monday, you heard it, you saw it, I posted it on my Twitter, on my Facebook from straight from the New York Times. It sold itself for $4 billion. Now, Ultimate Fighting Championship has been around for years. And they were purchased originally from another another owner. But the owners now, they are, is they're so filthy rich, it's not even funny. But, I mean, they have had some of the best fights, if you're into that kind of thing. They bought this company for $2 million back in 2000. And it was at a low point. That's when the the people who had it, they wanted to sell it. They couldn't, I guess, have problems. They needed, you know, issues with, you know, battling to win approval from state athletic commissions and all this other stuff. So the Fertitta brothers, Frank and Lorenzo Fertitta, came through and they purchased it for $2 million. Well, fast forward today and... They have signed signed over. They're going to sign on. They've signed on to stay on as primary owners, but minority investors. So, oh my goodness, it's crazy. Four billion dollars from a two million dollar investment. We're going to talk about that in another issue. I just needed to point that out. If you didn't see it, go to my Twitter and also on the link, the show for the, the page for the show. There's a link for the story for this. But they have turned around and took a two million dollar investment and turned it into a four billion dollar sale. Let that sink in, mogul chicks, as you reinvent yourself. The next issue in the news that I wanted to talk about, I saw in the street.com, which is Kathy Ireland from Kathy Ireland Worldwide. Her company is partnered with, I don't know if I'm saying this the right way, but Sikamed European Skincare. I saw this today, actually. It's an all-natural skincare line, and they have signed a global partnership with Kathy's, uh, Kathy Ireland Worldwide, and you can find her on Twitter at Kathy Ireland, I-R-E-L-A-N-D. And it was something that a move that was made that really really makes sense for her brand if you know anything about Kathy Ireland or her brand and what she stands for this is a great alliance for her brand so make sure you go ahead again I have the link on the page you can read more about it and you know I think it's a wonderful idea check it out the next thing I want to talk about is oh my goodness this is so 
wonderful news here and it is so in alignment with what we do at mogul chicks i know you guys know katherine finney if you don't know katherine finney you better look her up because she has made such vocal strides in trying to level the playing field for not just women but women of color primarily black and latina women founders female founders she is opening her innovation center in atlanta it's a matter of fact it's opening if you follow her at Digital Undivided on Twitter or under her name, Catherine Finney, you will see that she did it. She did a report called The Real Unicorns of Tech, Black Founders, Women. And she stated how women on average, you know, black female-led companies raised just about $36,000 from outstanding outside funding, excuse me. And that there are only 11 startups founded by black women that have raised more than a million dollars. Now, we're not going to get into the why women of color versus all women, all the other stuff, whatever. The thing is the big innovation center is a four month long accelerator program as well as paid developer internship program for students interested in computer programming. And she's hoping to reach at least 2000 black and Latina founders this year. So come on, reach out, teach, reach one, teach one. If you know any black or Latina founders in Atlanta who do, or who don't mind going to Atlanta for four months, please let them know about this. The accelerator is going to be offering training on how to build a startup office space, mentors and seed funding from the Harriet angels syndicate. So, and it's also backed by the WordPress co-founder, uh, Matt Mullenweg, so, and Catherine Finney. So make sure you check that out. Again, I have a link to it on my page. Congratulations, Catherine. And I look forward to connecting with you. And we definitely have to get together and see how we can work together because we have similar similar goals. You deal with startups. Mogul Chicks deals with that next level, growth and scale. So the final piece of news that I want to talk about, which I'm going to actually spin into an actual show itself is about Theranos. I don't know if you guys have heard about Elizabeth Holmes and, and the company Theranos. It's uh, an American pri privately held health technology and medical lab services company in California. And it's currently under criminal investigation by federal prosecutors and the SEC. Yeah, she's under fire for doing something that her and a couple of other companies that have had very public demises have been accused of which is failing to disclose the problems to her employees in a timely manner um yeah there's a lot going on with this and the wall street journal has a story going on there now again a link is link is there but um you know they got their nose has gotten banned by the federal government now and there's all this talk about how she's gone from millions and millions of dollars to being broke and losing it all you know and they were able to raise all this money in the beginning but there wasn't enough due diligence and the regulations were sketchy so I just want to take the time to tell you guys that as you're reinventing and building your brand and all this other stuff is so important to pay attention to what's going on around you and in your company because at any time something like this could happen wall street journal did a, an article called silicon valley looks for lessons in theranos today which i think you guys should read and the wall street journal also did the story about how she didn't tell her employees that's going to be a topic for another day but i just thought those were news newsworthy and i think that we all need to pay attention to what's going on so that way we can avoid making 
huge mistakes like some of these other very public public companies. So that's all that I have today. I want to thank you for tuning in and thank you for always supporting me over the years with my other show views from the top let's bring mogul chicks to that top i know we can get back up there again my goal is to bring you timely issues bring you news that can relate to you news that you can learn from and give you guest speakers and tips and resources and and strategies that will help you grow and scale your company starting next week we will be having guests come on board. My first guest is going to be Angela Stahlkup and we're going to be talking about how to navigate and rebound from failure. I know you guys think it's an ugly word or a dirty word but trust me it's not and we have some great examples that we're going to share with you. Um, So tune in next week at noon Wednesday at noon and we'll be on to talk about that topic. In the meantime If you want to talk with me, if you have someone who you would think would make a great guest on the show, or if you think you'll make a great guest on the show, and you can talk about issues relating to growth and scale to help women, entrepreneurs, and female founders grow and scale their companies, send us an email at info at mogulchicks.com or mogulchicks at gmail.com. Tweet me at Talent Diva on Twitter. You can catch me on Instagram under my name, Adrienne Graham, or on Facebook, LinkedIn. Google Plus all under my name and you can follow me at Talent Diva on Periscope but I want you to also follow Mogul Chicks because you know we're rotating my people and I we're really trying to get a presence in social media with Mogul Chicks so everything on the web is at Mogul Chicks we are on Twitter we are on Instagram we are on Pinterest we are on Google Plus, we have a LinkedIn company page for Mogul Chicks. The only thing we don't have is Facebook page, and we have a private community, a private group for that, and that's for members. If you want to learn more about joining Mogul Chicks, make sure you check out the website at mogulchicks.com. And again, make sure if you can get down to Miami, the summer intensive, the weekend intensive, July 22nd to the 24th in Miami, Florida. Friday the 22nd is the meet and greet mixer. You'll have refreshments in, in hors d'oeuvres by the pool and kind of get to know each other and meet and greet. Saturday's where the real work begins. Saturday the 23rd where we will be focusing on dissecting your company and your brand and helping you to figure out the things that you need to do to put together growth plans and personalized objectives and deliverables so that you can go and start making moves that next day. Sunday is the wrap up and the farewell brunch and you'll be headed back home or maybe to the beach, I don't know. But that's how it's gonna be. The bulk of the the sessions are going to be on Saturday the 23rd. So if you can't make it for Friday for the mixer, you can come in for Saturday and Sunday. But listen, it is $887 per person. You can bring an extra person, a partner or co-worker for $250 more. If you bring a partner with you, it comes out to cheaper. It comes out to about $500 and something dollars, you know, much cheaper. But go ahead on mogulchicks.com slash weekend dash intensive and learn more about it. Remember this, mogul chicks are always a step ahead of the crowd and mogul chicks close deals. I'm Adrian Graham, your host, and I will catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you soon. Take care.